living in a world that's all by design, it's up to us to break the chains of tyranny to become we, the ungovernable. You are listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. This is the Kentucky Renegade. I'd like to welcome aboard Ennert Mugs as they have signed on to become an official sponsor of the Renegades Rant Podcast. Now this is ran by Tyler G. He is the CEO and as he says, an overlord of the company. It's a disabled veteran-owned business. It's also a family business that involves everybody from the wife to the kids. Now, honor, integrity, authenticity are the values that they hold true. Now, trust me, there are other brands and, and items out there on the market, but inner mugs are more authentic with the attention to the finer details with his explosive knowledge. He was an EOD tech in the military, so he geared those finer details to his products. Now, the proceeds from the sales benefit veteran-related organizations. Tyler's donated to Revenant Warriors, National EOD Association, Wounded EOD Warrior Foundation, Operation Cherry Bend, and he is currently in the works on doing a collaboration with Change Unchained. Now, those proceeds will go towards the tiny homes at the Burnadown Ranch. Now, the quality is the same as the big-name brands that are out there, but with a way cooler design, with a price that won't break the bank. So please do me the favor, go to inertmugs.com, and just take a look around on the site. And whenever you purchase something, I'm giving you a promo code right now, RR1776. It's a 20% off one-time purchase. So please... Go to entermugs.com. It's all the flair without the pop. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm excited today with the show that we have in store for you. I have on with me the founder, CEO, and president of Operation Vets with Nets. Welcome to the show, Rich. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. Hey, no problem. You know, uh, I reached out to you because, you know, first I seen uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Oliver Anthony and he had mentioned you and I just I had to reach out because I just now hooked up with a disabled veteran business and this is kind of my thing and I want to be able to help veterans and do what I can to help veteran-owned businesses and organizations. So, uh, Operation Vets with Nets. So, everybody needs to go check this out. It's a, a, an amazing organization, and I'm doing everything I can to help promote, support, and do what I can to help out the Operation Vets with Nets. So, Rich, if you would, just kind of give us a little bit of your backstory. Sure. And, and, and again, I thank you and I appre uh, appreciate the time. Well, I guess it goes back a couple of years. Um, I started catfishing on Lake Gaston three, four years ago. Um, 
and was having having a great time. Um, and so I started, you know, going out and, and fishing, finding it was relaxing. And so me being a 20-year Navy vet, I am also 100% disabled. And dealing with my own issues of, of depression at times, um, and I have severe back problems. And so I found going fishing for some reason tended to ease some of the, uh, the issues I might have been going through. Um, stress being from either work or dealing with, you know, health issues, whatever it might be. And so I'd go out fishing, come back, I'd be a bit more relaxed and stuff like that. So I had an opportunity. I took a friend of mine out, um, did not know that he had severe PTSD, and I've known him for years. And we went out, we had a great time. And a couple days later, his wife gave me a call and she was in tears. I thought something might have happened. And I asked her, what's going on? She goes, thank you. Thank you so much for giving me my husband back. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, he came back from the fishing trip. It's what he's been talking about for the last couple of days and how relaxing it was, how therapeutic it seemed. And she goes, Rich, thanks for taking him out. And I said, well, my pleasure. I'm glad he enjoyed it. I said, we had a blast. And so um, I was talking, I had a, a therapy appointment with my VA therapist, and I was kind of sharing this with her. And she goes, wow, it sounds like you seem to find a little niche helping your fe fe uh, fellow veterans. And so I just continued this, and I, and I was thinking to myself, how much better could this be if I could take it out to a bigger scale to where I could, you know, and so I decided I researched and spent months trying to figure out what I had to do to start a 501c3, got all of that established. And it was a slow process, um, but it was one that was very well worth it. And so that's really how Operation Vets with Nets came to be. That's awesome. So does the VA give any kind of funding to you? Zero. Um, <laughs> I would love that. Um, but I'm also trying to find out who the right people are that I can talk to you know, in the VA. And if they don't fund programs like ours, that's okay but we can still be a tool in their tool belt to where, you know, um, they can refer folks to us and we'll be glad to, you know, to take uh, folks out um, fishing. And one thing I didn't, I, I, I didn't mention is that um, our main mission with operation vets with nets is to be able to, take our disabled vets, our active duty, you know, our regular veterans out on a cost-free fishing trip. You know, it's, and we specifically focus on catfish. Now I do have some teammates um, that do more than just catfishing. So if the catfish aren't biting, 
they'll get them on something. It might be crappie fishing. It might be, you know, striper, but they'll get them out, you know, on some kind of fish. So the blessing is it costs the veteran nothing. All they have to do is show up at the location we all agree, you know, that we agreed on, get on the boat and stand by for a good time. That's great. So with the boats that you have, are they able to accommodate, you know, people with wheelchairs and other disabilities? Well, that's a, that's a great question. And I'm glad you asked it. Uh, within our first six months, I started getting requests via my website for trips. And a lot of them were asking, you know, uh, about wheelchair accessibility. And none of us had, you know, I, I had no idea what it would take to have a wheelchair accessible boat because we were all using our own personal boats. And I say we all because I've had, I have other volunteers that have stepped up and some are former military, some are never been in the military but want to give back you know to our our, our um, men and women who've served this fine country and so i started researching and i knew that there was a need out there that we have veterans that are are bound to a wheelchair and have mobility issues and that's a, a big part of the veteran community community that I did not want to cut out. So it took us, I don't know, six months of five, six months of planning and, and not knowing where this money was going to come from, how we were going to build this boat, what it would even look like. And so September of 22, we had somebody donate a 26 foot tri-hull or tri-tune boat and that's where it all began and so i'd say september october time period um we started working on the boats we created a amazon wish list for people that wanted to donate to the things that we needed uh to get for the boat we had folks contributing money to um, go towards work on things that need to get done for the boat. And so finally, after whew, a total of about eight months, which took most of my fishing time in, in, this, in the winter last year, but mm-hmm. well worth it. But um, March 23rd of 23, we launched our official wheelchair and ADA compliant um, wheelchair boat and we had a great mission that day we took um, our first wheelchair bed out now we've been on since then we've been on four cheer four trips um, with vets who have mobility issues and a matter of fact this upcoming weekend um, I'm taking some vets out this Friday they're not confined to a wheelchair but um, I'll have the wheelchair because we, we have a wheelchair as well set up for them because they do have to walk with a walker most of the time. So that's not going to work on a boat. So we can at least get her in, get her all situated and take her out and, 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 and try to do some good fishing. 
So that's yeah, awesome. And we've we've had uh, other folks since um, oh, I guess over the last four or five months, we've had a lot of growth. We've got um, folks all over the United States, and some of them are working on putting together their own ADA compliant wheelchair boat, so they can do the same. That's awesome. Now, have you guys reached out to any of like the uh, fishing clubs or any of the uh, boat manufacturers to see about donating a boat towards this cause? Well, not not for another wheelchair boat. Um, and there are plenty of, of, of uh, older pontoon boats out there uh, that are really easy. Um, a matter of fact, we just had somebody donate another boat to us, another pontoon boat. But our next goal, our next goal is um, is to get another boat that's more, uh, it, it, it travels better on the highway to, to, to make it, you know, uh, if that makes any sense. So other requests that we're having is um, there are folks that, can't travel to us um, or one of our locations. So that's another need. So how do we still try to take that veteran fishing? Well, we go and we're going to get another, we're actually looking at, and I know what kind of boat I want. I know the manufacturer, the, I know all of that. Um, Will that boat come in into fruition? Don't know. You know, I, I put that like everything in this organization and, and, and all the, all the work we've um, have been getting done. It's all by the good Lord's graces. And so I'm looking to get a boat like a sea arc um, easy cat. So I'm able to, if that vet has, you know, maybe a family member or two, you've got those front pont pontu type seats where they can relax up there and we can still do a lot of fishing and those boats are so much easier to travel with than trying to pull a big pontoon even though it it would be the same length you know if anybody who owns a pontoon boat knows pulling one of those things down the road are a pain in the hind parts so i'd rather be able to have a fo- uh, a boat that is is designed specifically for catfishing, and um, be able to travel with it, and so I can go to where the vets are if they can't come to us. And I've actually reached out. Um, I've sent him a message, um, Steve, the president of SeaArc, and I just haven't heard back. Uh, haven't uh, got a response back, but. Um, we're looking and we're, we're having a big fundraising effort right now to help us purchase that boat. And what's the fundraiser you're doing? We're doing a few different things. There are some folks on TikTok doing different um, catfishing tournaments and doing different things, raising funds <clears> for <throat> us and then donating those. But TikTok, oh, they, they take a huge cut. But you know what? Every dollar counts. So I'm I'm so grateful. Uh, we've got some folks that are going to be doing YouTube um, online catfish tournaments. Um, but what we're doing, what I'm doing uh, now is 
you know, I looked at all the groups that I'm a part of in um, Facebook, and it was 163,000 members. Now, if you think about, oh, well, you know, probably half those members aren't even active. So you're looking a little over 8,000 members if you looked at all, the, at all those people. And so I said, if only 10% of them, 10% would, uh, and I don't mean 8,000, it would have been uh, 16, let me see, 163,000, you know, so you're looking 80,000. So if 10% of that 8,000 folks, roughly, if they all went onto our site and in our store, there's a donation tab. If they just donated 12 dollars one time twelve dollars and what's what's twelve dollars twelve dollars could be you know a, a, a few tubs of worms twelve dollars could be two of those fancy schmancy frappuccino kind of uh drinks that people go to these high-end coffee shops for i mean twelve dollars is nothing um when it comes to you know especially fishing if you can afford to go fishing and stuff like that you can afford 12 bucks Make that donation there. If all 8,000 did that, we'd be able to go and buy a brand new boat laid out completely the way we need it with cash. Um, do we have to buy a new boat? No. We, we want something that's just, could it be a year or two old? Yeah, because we want to still make sure the warranty and stuff like that, especially when you're spending seventy, eighty thousand dollars Um so that's our that's our next goal. So all all I got to do is you know go to our website operationbetswithnets.org, click on our store, and they'll see a donation tab. Click or even better, I think I just changed this the other day. On our website, as soon as you go to the website, there's a donate button that automatically takes you there. And I have different denominations, you know, because some people want to donate more, and 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 I thank those folks that do that. But you know what? Just $12. So just imagine, you know, when when somebody's sitting there and you have 8,000 people, you know, donating, uh, 8,000 people donating $12 a piece. I mean, that comes out to, what is that? That is, uh, what, $96,000. Yeah. And so that would be our goal. Now, will we need to spend that whole ninety-six thousand? Absolutely not. Then, then, you know, I would hope not. But then, after that, then my next goal is all the all the different captains I have throughout the country. They're volunteering their own time and resources to do these trips. So I want to be able to. Oh, you need a new cutting board? Let me send you a new cutting board. Oh, you need you. You know, um, things are a little tight this 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 week, but you you need to respool some lines. Let me let me send you some line. I want to do whatever it takes to help all those folks that are helping us because they're all all this is coming out of their own pocket. So whatever I yeah. can do to help them do what they need to do, that's what it's all about. Because with Operation Best Winnets, we don't keep a dime. I mean zero. There's no administrative fee. All my board of directors are are volunteers. We keep zero zilch, not one penny. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I want to reach out to some of the people that I'm working with and, you know, these are veteran businesses and organizations and we'll see what we can do on fundraising for the operation, uh, vets with nets. I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> that. Every, every bit helps. Cause we have an organization that I've been working with, um, change unchained and this is ran by troy and his wife tiffany and it's an anti-human trafficking organization they go after the the human traffickers and they also rescue the victims and then they have a tiny ranch tiny home ranch that they have down it's near florida alabama area uh it's like 20 i think he's got 21 or 22 acres of land but he's building these tiny homes and a group of people that I talked to on TikTok. We one night we did a fundraiser for them, and in the first four hours we raised thirteen hundred dollars for them. So, oh, and that's phenomenal. You know, and it's like sixty thousand dollars to build one of those tiny tiny homes down there. So, I mean, if there's anything we can do to help out your organization, we will. And I will reach out to the appropriate people that are, you know, veterans and veteran businesses. And we'll see what we can do do for you on that. And I'll do what I can, you know, just through other connections I have. Well, I, I appreciate that, you know, and it's yeah. it's a blessing. It's, you know, a lot, a lot of the, the folks that have volunteered their time up um, to help the organization that didn't serve in the military. And they tell me, you know, it's our way of giving back. And it's just a blessing to be able to provide. And I call it, I won't say it's trademarked, um, but um, I like to call it real therapy. And it's funny is on the back of my pickup truck, I uh, I made a, um, uh, a um, not a logo, but uh, vinyl decals. And it says, are you a disabled vet in need of R-E-E-L, real therapy? And then I, I listed my number. And my sister-in-law, um, and a character that she is, she says, you know, you might want to put a fish or something or a fishing pole or something under there because somebody might think you need help because you can't even spell the word real. Thinking R E A L, and I was like, huh? And I looked. I said, Oh my gosh, you are correct. Somebody <laughs> might be. Oh wow, this guy talking about helping somebody he can't even spell. Now I want to take time to thank my official sponsor of the Renegades Rant Podcast. This is by Cindy Davis. It's trinot.com backslash sinmen. Now, you can find her on TikTok as MapleDipped85, Cinemaple85, Cinemaple85.0, and Cinemaple85.1. Now, you can go on her site, and she has a lot of great products, such as Glow. Now, this is an advanced type 1 collagen with superfood antioxidant support. Long-term support such as improvised stability for hair, skin, and nails. 
Also, there's Enrich, a digestive enzyme blend with stabilized probiotics that gives you improved digestion, nutrient to intake, and post-meal comfort. Then she also has Replenish. This is a mushroom complex with ashwagandha and fulvic acid. It promotes restful sleep and rejuvenation. Also improves body function and nutrient absorption. It also helps support your skin and your gut health and improves overall health, wellness, and immune response. Now please go check out this site and let her know that the Kentucky Renegade sent you. Thank you for your support and thank you for listening to the show. So I got this logo of this dinosaur-looking fish with a guy on its back with a reel and a hook in its mouth. And so, um, oh, I forgot where I was going with this. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it's, oh, and I was thanking the folks that, um, that really, they might not have served the military, but they want to give back. They oh. have got that patriotic and servant's heart and it and it's such a and we would not be where we are as an organization without those folks yeah i'm i mean i didn't serve but i have a family full of veterans and uh i kind of gave you my backstory when we talked the other day you know i worked 21 years in the medical industry and like the last 7 11 years were all in addictions and uh behavioral health and then we lucked into a contract with the va and we landed a program called health for heroes and it was working with active duty veterans and first responders and you know i absolutely enjoyed that it was such a relief to be able to work with veterans and, and active duty and first responders and share stories because I worked five and a half years in the emergency room. So I kind of have the experience of having a little bit of trauma, uh, PTSD from seeing all the shit that I've seen in the ER. So, you know, listening to the guys and the, and the girls that were in the military and the active duty ones, I mean, it just touches you and anything that you can do to help out veterans. I mean, if I'm out driving around and I see one staying on the corner with a sign, you know, I'm the type of person I'll run into a store real quick and grab them a sandwich and a couple of bottles of water. And that's the least I can do. Absolutely. You know, and, and I know, and, and, and I appreciate you for, for, for doing that. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that, um, you know, um, stuff like PTSD and depression, they're, they're, they're silent killers. And yeah. so, you know, now I know the numbers are different, but at one time they, 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 they averaged 22 vets a week or 22 vets a month would commit suicide. You know, if you have one vet a month committing suicide, that's too much. And yeah. so that's why, you know, um, we coined the phrase and I've, I've seen a, a few other folks using it as well is, you know, but it's it's becoming part of our slogan is providing providing vets with real therapy. Um, 
and it was funny as I was interviewed, we were on our local news here, Wavy, Wavy 10, uh, which here on the, um, I'm in the, in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. And it's the, the, the largest um, news station in the area. And Katie Collette, who uh, was the, um, the, the, uh, the anchor who did the story on us and she came out and even though she wasn't on, on um, one of our main fishing boats, she was on my personal pontoon with one of our vets. And it was the boat I was using at the time um, for catfishing. And I had my rod holders out and I put some, some rods out. And what I did was I brought it because we started and, and, and I didn't mention this at the beginning, but this was all, it all started on Lake Gaston in North Carolina. And so I brought my, my boat up here and we went on uh, the intercoastal waterway so we can do it while we're underway. And so she can get the, you know, um, and we thought it'd be a good, big, good backdrop for the story. And she asked me, she goes, you saying it was therapeutic for you. And that's why you decided to start operation vets when she goes, is it still therapeutic for you? And I think if you ask any vet um, who does something like what we do, you know, it could be, it could be a different type of therapy. Uh, I know they do things with horses, they do things with dogs and, but doing something, at least as a vet, I'm out there to try to provide somebody with real therapy and it's just as therapeutic for me. Um, because at times, you know, um, you know, just that trip is what that person might've needed just to get some stuff off of his chest, maybe talk to someone who served in the military and might know what they're dealing with. Or just somebody to vent to, or just someone to enjoy some peace and quiet and, and relaxing time on the water, fishing, and building that camaraderie. Um, that becomes very therapeutic for us as well, you know. So, so when it all started with with me going out for therapeutic reasons, you know, um, it's still very therapeutic. Yeah, just being out in nature is just therapeutic. I mean, absolutely. Being out on a boat, it doesn't matter if you're catching fish or not. It's just being out and, you know, being part of the, you know, the waves come crashing in or just the breeze. Just being out in nature, it, it does give you this connection with nature. And it, it, to me, I think it is very therapeutic and very relaxing. And, you know, just doing that for someone that's, you know, a veteran or active duty is is definitely going to help relieve or subside some of that anyways. And, and I agree with you, you know, and, and when I was um, doing a lot of research on on um, on this type of therapy, um, you know, it. it you know, you think about your, your cognitive thought. So now you've got, you know, how am I going to, all right, how am I going to reel this fish in? How, you know, what take technique? Am I, you're going to start doing some problem solving in your mind or, or working with, you know, the captain. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're engaged in it. And like you said, you're in nature. 
And some people don't know that you have good and bad stress and your body reacts to that. So if you've got ailments such as like, I got degenerative disc disease and sometimes there's days I can't even get out of bed. You know, there's times, you know, and this is what added on to my depression. There was times when my granddaughters were young, specifically my first granddaughter, you know, um, I picked her up and almost wrenched my back and I was trying to walk down the stairs and I almost fell. Thank God I held her tight and I grabbed onto the railing, but that gets depressing when you can't even pick up and play with your granddaughter or your wife comes home from shopping and she had just a couple of bags and you go, go to lift those groceries out and you can't very, very, very depressing. And I don't mean to sound, um, stereotypical, you know, stereotyping or, or there's another name for it, but as a man, my role in my family is to meet my family's needs, to be able to do certain things. Um, and I'm not saying that women can't do these things either. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, at least back when I grew up, it's, you know, stuff like carrying the groceries in, you know, mowing the lawn, taking care of the outside, you know, simple stuff like that. The everyday things that some people take for granted at times it become very tedious for me. And then that gets very depressing. And when I'm at work and, and I, I'm a project manager for, for the U S Navy and I deal with a lot of, you know, I deal with millions of dollars and trying to budget and get projects done. And it's very stressful when your timeline slipping because of, of the lack of money or whatever it might be. My wife knows when I'm really super stressed and there's times she'll be like, uh, I think you need to make a trip by yourself this weekend to the lake. And I'm like, thank you. Like this weekend, I'm going up <laughs> with a couple of my teammates from the organization and we're going to be fishing all weekend long. And then we just happened to have a request. So Friday, we're going to take for a few hours, a couple of, um, a couple of vets out with us. So, um, but again, like I said, you're, if, if you can go out, and relieve some of that stress, get away from the world, leave your cares behind, you know, for a few hours or a half a day, that could have some tremendous healing powers. Yeah, definitely take your cell phone and turn it off and leave it, leave it on the, the table while you're out doing something just to get away from it. That's we, difficult the, for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just become so dependent on technology and having the phones in our hands that we've just kind of lost just, our way of, you know, we've disconnected from people. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a good thing to just turn it off maybe for a couple hours and not be on it, you know, and I'm the same way. I mean, it's hard for me to put my phone down because I do a lot of research. I'm, you know, doing this podcast. You know, I make TikTok videos and, and Instagram videos. So I'm constantly in the know of everything that's going on around the world because I stay connected to it. But there's just days I just, I half the day I turn my phone off or I don't even look at my phone just to get a break from it. And it's a true reliever. 
And it's usually I'll go out and cut the grass and do some things outside and just disconnect from technology and just, you know, do a little thing. Like you said, like being a man, you're kind of, you know, dependent on cutting grass and carrying in groceries or, you know, doing the little tasks at hand. And yeah, I, I understand what you're, where you're coming from because I've got the, uh, this degenerative disease as well. And, you know, I got diabetes and neuropathy and all the fun stuff that comes along with that. But, you know, I don't let, I tried my best not to let it take me down. So whenever I'm in that kind of mood where I'm kind of getting down, that's when I get my ass outside and I do something. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and dwell and let my mind run 100 miles an hour and then I'm stuck in a funk. I'd much rather get up, get out of it and, you know, reset. And sometimes we need that. And, Absolutely. And I, think, I, think, I think our vets out there who, who are dealing with their various issues need that as well. Um, you know, sometimes we need that little, that, that reset, you know, and I have one, one of my, um, one of my, my uh, teammates that every time um, every time they're they're uh, talking like we'll we'll get a um, a request in through the through the website and they'll call and ask and and uh, matter of fact he was talking to one guy on the phone he had him on the speakerphone because his wife was there and he asked um, do you want to take your family. And, and and his wife said, well, why would you ask that? I said, well, you know, to be honest with you, sometimes, you know, um, our vets, if they're dealing with certain things, really just need someone outside their family to talk to. And someone that maybe shared a military experience with. And, and she's like, I never thought about it that way. And she goes, he's not taking his family. He, uh, he is going out alone. Um, so he has that ability to that if he needs to, to talk to somebody or share some things on his mind, um, some kind of coping mechanism or whatever it might be, she says, I want him to have that ability. And so, which was real, which is really cool. And, and she's yeah. very understanding. Yeah, I mean, I don't have that experience of being in the military, but I can tell you just working around the active duty and the veterans, that, you know, before they started talking to me uh, in those settings, they, you know, they didn't have a whole lot of trust in talking to a civilian that never been through it. Right. But, you know, I did go through the VA. I got a certification to work with, you know, veterans with the PTSD and, and stuff like that. And I, I just eased my way into it and just let them know, hey, don't bottle that shit up. You got to talk to somebody, regardless of being civilian or being, you know, active duty or veteran. It, you're not doing yourself any good and not talking about something or getting at least something off your plate because mentally you're just hurting yourself. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And I know a lot of guys that <laughs> active duty and veterans that are, you know, they, they're macho. They have big egos. Some of them do, and they don't want to talk about it because they feel like it makes them, you know, 
at a lower level and kind of like a beta male, like they, they need help, but you're not going to do yourself any good by not talking about it. You're going to end up being the statistic that we're trying to get rid of. Agreed. So, 100%. And you know, um, it, it, it takes a lot, especially um, if you've got somebody I'd imagine you know, um, that are in like spec ops and they might be operators in their various service. These guys are the toughest of the tough. They're the cream of the crop. Um, they are, you know, um, they are your, 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 your typical alpha males and, you know, they're taught to be tough and they're taught to stuff everything be went like especially if they're on a mission i guess it's groomed in them that hey when you're on mission that's all you're focused on everything else goes aside so i imagine their coping mechanisms would be to stuff all of that uh any any other issues going on and so you know um when you get out of the military or or, or you know you may be forced out because of medical or whatever you don't now you don't know how to, to deal with with that stuff and all you're going to do is continually stuff now i don't speak from experience when it comes to being an operator i'm not an operator um but but there are things that you know in, in my life that i've had to bury deep because uh if 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 i you know let some of that out it to me was a sign of weakness and i didn't want to seem weak uh, and that's that was my thought process for, for for many years. Now I have no problems of reaching out to somebody because I found I end up finding out how therapeutic and how how that can help. And 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 that's what we're hoping to be for those vets um, out there that um, may need that. Yeah, and I think not bashing the VA, but the VA needs to do a lot more for our veterans period. There needs to be more programs. There needs to be more outlets. There needs to be more things that are geared towards our veterans and our active duty to be able to deal with going back into society after being deployed. I mean, it's, it's a damn shame that we'll give off $40 billion to Ukraine, but we won't take care of our own veterans. It just makes no sense to me. I'm with you, and you know what? I'm uh, I try not. I uh, especially when it comes to um, to Operation Vets with the Nets. Uh, I'm a very political person, and my wife, she, I, oh, she is the best thing next to my kids that, that have happened to me. Um, she always tries to make me a better me. And I used to put all my political views on Facebook and, and she told me, said, honey, uh, people look up to you now with regards to what you're doing. Uh, you can't be posting certain stuff on Facebook and showing any political bias. And, and she's true because, you know, because, you know, next thing you know, I mean, people, a lot of people now put Rich Segarra in Operation Vestments as one. And we have to be apolitical, so we can't, but, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so, but I, 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 I know what, I know what you're thinking. I, I, I agree with you to the point to where, um, 
you know, where where's enough's enough? And why don't we take care of the home front first before we take care of other things? But then I also know, you know, um, serving in the role that I do serve in now and, and serving in the military, I understand strategic partnerships and why it's important to have certain allies in certain regions of the world. So, but there's got to be a balance. We have to, there is no reason we are, we are the largest and I'd say the most advanced society, you know, in, in, in this world, um, we should not be having the issues we have with our vets coming home or, and, and being homeless or, or all, all, you know, not having the facilities to help them with, um, with, with um, behavioral health issues. Um, so, you know, the more organizations like ourselves, the better, I, I, I think the better off would be if, 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 if the government can't provide for us in that, in those aspects. And really, I don't think it's, it's the government's job in a sense. Um, because I, I don't believe, you know, the government should be doing everything. Um, but, um, we as every day, and I'll say U S citizens every day should be thinking about ways we can help our fellow man. And, and to be honest with you, not just our veterans, even though that's where our mission is. Um, but our first responders as well, because they're serving our country here on the home front. They deal with just as much um, issues as, as somebody from the military. You know, they may not know how it is to be deployed, you know, for nine months or a year or two years away from your family. I mean, when my first daughter was born in 91, I was out there in Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm. It was four months before I get got to meet my daughter for the first time. Wow. But then, you know, we don't deal with um, murders and, and, and um, you know, domestic issues on a daily basis like our folks in blue do, our police. So, you know, there's, I mean... They're, I, I look at them as they, they serve our country just as the military does, but just in a different capacity. I just wanted to take a moment to talk about the second annual We Want the Names rally being held in Washington, D.C. at the Lincoln Memorial on Saturday, October 7th at 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern. This is being ran by We Want the Names Foundation. This is Jess and Amy and their kick-ass team of patriots that are, you know, stepping up. We want the names. We want prosecutions. We all know about Jeffrey Epstein and the Epstein Island, the Lolita Express, and all the things tied to it. But why has there been no investigations? Why has there been no indictments? And why has not one person outside of Jesley Maxwell been prosecuted? We know about a lot of the names that are on the list. We know the people that are on the flight logs, except for the other one that they have federally sealed. We want people to be held accountable. 
we want people prosecuted for the crimes against those young children that were on that island. It needs to be investigated. People need to be indicted. And people need to be prosecuted. So please go check out wewantthenames.com. Follow all the things that they have on there about it. There's, you know, dress code and behavior and rules for the event because we don't want anything to go wrong and we don't want this to be a J6 situation. Now, please go check it out and support it and hopefully everybody can go. If not, please, you know, give it support, promote it and put it out there. Thank you for listening. Correct. So, with the the way I found you, and I said at the top of the show that you know I was listening to Joe Rogan and they had Oliver Anthony on, and he mentioned you guys. So how did that come about that he uh, was there for you guys? Well, I, that's a, that's a funny story. Um, Derek Barton, which uh, is is my right hand man with when it comes to um, up here in the Hampton Roads area. And Derek, Derek, um, him and his wife, Donna, which are, are dear friends of mine, and they live over in the Moyoc area. They run the Northeast North Carolina chapter of Operation Vets when that's plus he's one of my recruiters. So when people reach out and they want to get involved with us, if it's east of the Mississippi, Derek does an interview with them and stuff like that. But anyway. So Derek set up a booth, an Operation Vest with Nets booth, so we can provide the public information down there in Moyoc or Moyoc-Kurtuck area about what we do and uh, at the tractor supply place. And there, there's Morris Farms down there in Kurtuck, or how they call it, Currituck. And so there was going to be, you know, Oliver Anthony was going to be there um, the next day. So he knew the folks at Mars Farm. So he called down there and said, hey, is there any way we can set up an informational booth so we can provide, you know, folks, you know, information about what we do for our vets? And they're like, "Uh, no, Anthony Oliver doesn't want any vendors. He doesn't want anybody out there trying to make money. He said, no, this is what we do. So he said, all right, well, let us get a hold of him and his, his his acting manager and get their thoughts on it. Well, when, when, when um, Chris, which is his real name, when Chris found out what we did, he said, absolutely. And I'd like to have him as close to the stage as possible. And so Don and Derek, they know everybody in that community. So they knew who his acting manager was. So they reached out to him and next to, you know, that evening, because uh, Oliver Anthony was staying at his friend's house, which is not too far from Don and Derek's, they showed up at Don and Derek's house like nine o'clock that evening, and so they <laughs> were talking about what you know what we do and stuff like that. And so uh, Don and Derek gave Oliver Anthony one of our T-shirts, and he wore that T-shirt the next day at the concert. And and he he gave us a big shout out, you know, and 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 he and he said, you know, he 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 mentioned who we are and what we do, uh, which was phenomenal. And um, next thing you know, literally the next day, 
our logo is showing up on websites that were generated across seas selling authentic Oliver Anthony and Operation Best Winnet t-shirts. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like, we're talking days later. And so, um, and then he did a, a, um, a show, another show a couple weeks later in Moyoc at the Eagle Eagle's Nest Golf Course, I think it's called. And we were, we were set up there as well. So he's been unofficially really supporting us in, 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 in an aspect. And so we're hoping um, that we can, we can officially, he can officially work out whatever the details and being a celebrity sponsor of Operation Best with Nets. So, <laughs> um, and so, so they were talking about like immediately um, about Oliver Anthony shirts popping up all over the place. And he talked about how, you know, we reached out to him. Now his story was quite a bit incorrect. He, 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 he said our name wrong, but it's fun, kind of funny. Everybody pieced it together and, and figured it was operation best when that's, he said, we do deep sea fishing. We don't even get on salt water. Um, but I mean, he, all of this came so fast for, for Oliver Anthony. And he's just a, a really humble guy. Um, we And I had a chance to uh, sit and talk with him briefly at his second show uh, when I got to meet him. And just a very humble, humble, you know, um, gentleman. And, um, and I, he's think he's, a- I think he's about, as a, from what I can gather, the most authentic person that's out there right now i mean he just he doesn't really want you know the the big money contracts thrown his ways is kind of easing his way into this whole thing and there's just something with him that resonates with just about everybody in this country well it isn't just this country i mean he he's getting comments from people all over this world we're not the only ones going through yeah you know with our government what we're going through but so, so, you know, I'm hoping we can officially do something um, with Chris. Um, one of the young ladies who performed with him the, at the his Paige. first show, Paige. Pa- um, I had Paige King Johnson. I reached out to her and we were talking and she unofficially yet, we haven't worked out the details yet, but actually is like, our celebrity spokesman right now. Um, a matter of fact, she did a couple of videos for us. Uh, she she's shared all that stuff all over um, all over her her um, social media. I had a chance two weeks ago to meet her in person at a small town show she was doing. We sat and and we talked and and she wants to do some things with us and her music is old country it's it's soulful and it's it's old roots the good stuff in country um and she's such a sweetheart she's got such a heart for our military and for our veterans and you know and that's why i tell everybody go to youtube listen to her music if you get a chance to go to one of her shows go to one of her shows you know she's just a phenomenal human being as well so, 
So they were talking about on the on the Joe Rogan podcast, as you heard, about how knockoff stuff is showing up almost immediately. And so, and 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 Chris did say uh, after the first meeting when he told Donna, he said he was invited to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and he was going to give us a shout out on there. Well, that shout out kind of was focused on, on on the knockoff stuff, but at least he got us out there. And and I mean, this this young guy, there's so much, I mean, so much stuff going on so fast and so quick. And, and and I can imagine it's hard to keep all that stuff straight. So you know what? Yeah, he butchered our name. Uh, we don't do deep sea fishing, but you know what? His heart is, was in the right spot. And we've gotten some, uh, we've had some trips already booked because they heard about us on the on, on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I heard it, I immediately went and started researching everything about you, and I was like. Definitely have to get you on the podcast. I'm definitely going to have to help promote and support you and get you out there. I appreciate um, it. Like I said, I've I've got some connections with people who are better known businesses. And my whole thing is to try and interlock a lot of these businesses and organizations and, you know, make it make it the best for everybody. That way, everybody's being seen. Everybody knows about these organizations and and these businesses, and start buying from them because, like, one of the companies that's sponsoring me right now, the majority of his proceeds are going straight back into the veteran communities. And, and that's and that and, and that's awesome. And there's there are a lot of companies out there, and and resources such as like they just launched. It's a healing, it's a mental health healing place here locally. And I, I just saw it on the news the other day and I've got to find out, I've got to get inf- more information because I want to be able to work with them. Um, but, but, you know, I encourage, Hey, if you have an organization that, that helps our vets, you know, uh, especially in the behavioral health area of things, or you provide a service, um, to our vets and you are not, especially if you're a nonprofit, uh, I encourage people to reach out to me. Cause you know what? On our website, we have a resources page and we'll add their website, you know, on there. So, so um, the more information we can provide to our vets, the better. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, a uh, matter of fact, I had a guy reach out. He's designing for fishing He's working on his prototyping and he wants me to take it out and testing uh, to where if somebody's in a wheelchair, you know, if you're trying to stand up or if you can't stand up and you're trying to manhandle the fishing rod and you got a 50, 60, 70 pound fish on there, that could be very difficult. But he's designed um, a prototype device that uh, will, will, will go on the wheelchair and if you think about those deep sea fishing chairs where or and where you can sit down and you have that belt on. Yeah. And so you can put the rod in that in that holder and just lean forward and pull back. Well, some folks really can't lean forward and lean back. But this the rod goes in there, it has a gimbal, and so they can just lean the rod forward, reel in, pull back, drop That's the awesome. tip real so He's working on some prototypes and he reached out, uh, sent me some pictures and he's going to clean it up and, and send it out to us so we can test it on the water. 
and start helping him work with that. And so, you know, it, it, it's great that folks want to try to make things easier for, you know, um, for our folks with various disabilities. Yeah. And that's awesome. And that it, it just goes to show if you can get a lot of veteran owned businesses and people with those ideas can interlock everybody together and everybody work together. It, it, everybody benefits in the end. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. And the, in the main focus needs to be those of the active duty and, and the veterans and the, in this communities and taking care of them and giving them that therapy that they need, whether it's for a few hours or for a day, you know, it's going to make a difference in their life. Oh, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, you can go to our website and see some of our testimonial videos. I mean, you know, um, people are, are, are really having an impact on what we what we're doing. And so as long as people are benefiting, you know, um, and we can help somebody, we're we're there. So what's the draw with catfish? Um, for me personally, it was, um, I was sitting on a dock, my neighbor's boat dock, and I caught my first catfish. It was just very cool. And so, um, then I realized how big they got. And so, um, I reached out to one of, um, the local legends on, on Lake Gaston. And he pretty much taught me everything I know about catfishing um helped me you know taught me on what needed to have on my boat how i need to have it rigged up how this that and i learned you know from watching various youtube videos as well uh one guy dieter melhorn dieter, phenomenal guy um i learned a lot of stuff from him and so it's just and there's different ways to catfish too so i'm just learning about the anchoring most of these big huge catfish like that are caught on the James River, mm-hmm. they're caught by anchor fishing. You know, you find you you, 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 you you find a hole that looks like it's holding catfish. You're looking at your your sonar and you're 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 seeing the returns down there. You'll anchor yourself in a in a good strategic spot. You'll drop out ten or fifteen rods, and next thing you know, you're pulling up a ninety pound catfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's I'm starting to learn that aspect of it, but I drift fish. So I'm pulling planer boards behind me. I'm covering a lot more water. Um, and it's just, again, it's just very relaxing. Yeah. Where if you're like bass fishing, you're constantly throwing that rod out, reeling it in, throwing that rod out, reeling it in, throwing that rod. You know, so, that, you know, that's that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be able to relax. And instead of catching a five, six, seven, eight pound bass, I'm catching a, a, a 30, 40, 50 pound catfish. Now, have so, you ever gone night fishing? I have not a whole lot, but um, in the summer, it's a lot better for night fishing because it's cooler out. And this weekend, we're going to be doing some night fishing too. So, yeah, my we used to go night fishing all the time. And my dad caught a 76 pound blue channel cat right up against the uh, dam where we were fishing at. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Uh, yeah, no doubt they're out there for sure. Yeah, some some monster fish along the Ohio River. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, I've got a, a good friend of mine who fishes the Ohio River, and and he he's you know he pulls some monsters out. So and and I haven't been to the James 
river here in Virginia, but James River is is been um, it, it it's known. It's probably it is the number one fishery for blue catfish, you know, in the country. And a lot of my teammates, I have a whole team that they just focus on the James River and the areas around there. And so I'm gonna sometime this winter because winter is catfishing season. Yeah, get up there and uh, try to hand try to land me one of those 70, 80, 90, 100 pound fish. Yeah, that's uh, that's a bit of a task, I can tell you. I know just my dad catching the seventy six pound one. It took him almost three hours to get it into the boat. Well, I can imagine, and I'm scared too. Especially, I'm scared to catch on to a big fish that anything more than 50, 60 pounds, especially when I'm by myself, because then I got to try to get it in the boat and with my back the way it is. Uh, and that might be another thing I may work on with somebody is, you know, put up together some kind of idea to where once you got that fish in the net, you can hook it onto some kind of winch that's not going to tear anything up and make something that'll make that, you know, being able to pull that boat. Get some kind of a, get some yeah. kind of a hydraulic lift on it. Something, something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Who knows? Yeah. And how many chapters do you have? You said that you have some around the country. Oh, so. man. I, oof. Uh, number off the tape of my head, I couldn't tell you, but I've got folks in, 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 in Texas, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Nebraska, um, Tennessee, um, let me see here, Kentucky, Ohio, multiple in North Carolina, multiple in Virginia, Missouri. Um, I have one guy, which is a, a dear friend of mine, Anthony Brown. Um, he fishes, you know, various big tournament circuits. That's what he does virtually year round. So he's always traveling. Um, and, and, um, we just, we, we've got, I've got to say we're in at least nine States. That's awesome. And how, it, what are the other, uh, organizations and businesses you work with with regards to what do you mean like uh do you do any kind of like cross promotion with other veteran companies and organizations um i do uh calf i i work one with um catfish for heroes uh my buddy uh tyler um in pennsylvania started and they do their whole mission is exactly like ours. And so um, when I have a mission, and I call them missions, when I have a mission that is, in, that is out of any of my area, I'll reach out to Tyler uh, to see if he has anybody in that area. And if so, he'll, he'll arrange it where one of his teammates will, will um, take, take someone out. And it's vice versa as well. If if he's if, if he gets a request and um, it's nowhere near any of his folks, he'll reach out to me. Um, Tyler's been a great friend uh, for the last couple of years, and so we decided to like you know support each other in our efforts. But I also recently, uh, and this is one of my long term goals in about hopefully in about the next ten years, is. Uh, Last spring, we had we had the folks who own the American Veterans Tribute House that is on Lake Gaston. Um, they are a nonprofit, and, and they've got two homes um, that veterans can use for free. 
they pay for every year. Like my part of Lake Gaston, where I live, is called P Hill Creek. Well, the the back end of P Hill Creek at the vet's house, they have a big thing. All it's a big evolution all day long, and they have flyovers from you know um, because um, some of these folks have were served high levels in the military, so they'll coordinate a military flyover. And then they have a huge fireworks show at the end. And that's, that's their big event all, you know, for the year. And, and so um, when vets stay there, they have our pamphlets and everything out there. So if they're, if the vets, you know, um, are looking to do something while they're staying there for a week or the weekend, uh, like matter of fact, this week, uh, last weekend, we had somebody call who's staying at the ABT house and uh, reached out to us. It was last minute, but we were able to get them out there and uh, get them striper fishing. Um, you know, one of my other teammates on Kerr took, um, took these folks out and uh, three folks and went striper fishing. So we, we work with the ABT house uh, as well. That's awesome. All right, Rich. Uh why don't you give everybody the social medias and the website that they can reach out to you? Sure. Absolutely. Well, you can find us on Facebook and, and just look at, look for operation best when that's we're on Facebook. You'll see multiple chapters. Um, our, our website is www.operationvestwithnets.org. Now there is another organization called vets with nets. They do a, a big annual big vet fishing trip up on one of the Great Lakes up in Michigan. Um, so a lot of people get us confused, uh, but that's okay. We're still, you know, the names are similar and our missions are are, are, are similar. Um, but we're on TikTok as well. Um, just search Operation Vets when that's we're on Instagram as well. I'm starting to build my YouTube channel up. Um, and, th- and that's really it, you know, um, and so, you know, our, like I said, our next immediate goal is to raise the funds for the new boat, um, to add to our fleet so we can, we can go to vets where they can't come to us. And then hopefully in the next 10 years, we may be able to have a vet house on saying Lake Gaston, another vet house that when we coordinate trips for folks to come down, then they don't have to, then they don't have to come out of pocket. Cause I've had people travel as far as five hours to take a trip with us. So instead of coming down and, and then having to pay for a hotel and all that stuff, um, we want to have a vet house that they, they can utilize as well. Um, so that's our, that's one of, one of my 10 year plan things that I, I like to event eventually accomplish is being able to provide that as well. But our, right. our main goal right now is that next boat. And we're going to try and do everything we can to help you get that boat. I appreciate that very much. And I, I'm so glad you get, you know, you reached out. It was I'm honored that you you'd have us on your podcast and, and, and more so I know, you know, um, the work that you do, you know, um, 
especially with veteran organizations and stuff like that. I know our vets are better than fitting from all of that. And, and, and on behalf of our vets, being a vet myself, I thank you for what you do. Uh, no problem. I mean, it's the least I can do. Um, the only thing I want to be able to do is encourage people to help our veterans and do everything we can to give back for the things that you guys had to sacrifice going into the military. And it's, it's my pleasure to help out. And like I said, I'll do whatever I can. Any kind of fundraisers or events you got going on, let me know. I will promote it, support it, and I will push it out on my social medias to help you out. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show with us today. And that's the show, everybody. Enjoy your day. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. You can find the Kentucky Renegade on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter, but the easiest way is his link tree, which you can find in his bio. Please like, follow, share the show, and remember, be ungovernable.